0: Hi all, I'm Dan Smakerod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Tuesday, February 27th, 2018. And you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. Our topic tonight, Matterport ecosystem, including the terms of service. I don't know whether to say terms of service that were announced on Wednesday, February 21st, or the terms of service that got rolled back on Monday, five days later. So um, I think I'd like to start with uh, Simone. Thanks for for volunteering, Simone. I I, I just, how about introducing yourself, your your, your name, the name of your business, where you're located, and then if you would then go right into your reaction of uh, when you heard the news uh, that Matterport had changed the terms of service, what was your initial reaction, Simone?
1: my name is Simone Williams. I am uh, in Bloomington, Illinois, in the Midwest. And uh, my business uh, has the name of Simone's 3D Tour Galleries. And I think I was one of the first to actually get the letter or read the letter. And so I was not really grasping what it means by reading through the terms and conditions for the first time. But uh, in an overview of that, I knew it would not really agree with my current business model, what I have. With that being said, I don't do a lot of real estate. I do mainly businesses and that involves long-term hosting. And so with them, After 12 months, kind of um, being able to share my tours, that would not be something I was actually wanting to see happening. And um, I actually did print out both of the copies, the um, terms and conditions, and then the letter And so what I found with the letter where they retracted actually the terms and conditions was actually they talked about confusion due to the confusion that had been caused. And I don't think there was any confusion in what they actually wrote in the terms and conditions. So I'm going to wait until... Some what everybody has to say about that, if they were confused or if that was actually pretty clear what they wanted to do with our tours after 12 months.
0: Uh, Anyone have a follow-up question for Simone before we move on? Gary, how about introducing yourself, your your name, company, where you're located, and what your initial reaction to uh, the announcement of the change in terms of service uh, on wednesday february twenty first two
2: thousand and eighteen sure Dan my name 's gary snyder i 'm um, one of the original matterport owners um, a, my camera is number thirteen, so Dan and I go back to the very beginning when uh, you know, this very important institution was formed and so on. Um, my company is immersive 3 d solutions um, and I do a lot of work for the entertainment industry um, and quite frankly. Um, last night when i was communicating with them on another shoot i have to do um uh the the, the i was surprised because um they tend to not follow everything but i got a, a message saying that they're going to cartel matterport work and i'll continue because what i do i shoot uh 3d panels all hd panels as well and create very high i guess definition virtual tours that involve all sorts of unique things everything from Blending and blue screens and green screens and all sorts of other things and I use Matterport really for reference purposes So for instance kind of like a blue line if you're familiar with printing Um, I I do work for commercial folks too and for government and the same thing goes there too. It's used for reference Um, and if the if the scan is then deleted one would hope that it's not um I can tell you all that um being that one of the original people who bought him out of port back in 2014 we were promised so many things that never a single thing ever came to true we were promised white label absolutely going to have white label we were promised so many things and they've continued to change and change and change and take away things that we have and i don't see how they can do it i think that being that some of the original people like dan and i that we sh- they should honor a grandfather clause. You just cannot continue to take things away. But it's the attitude Matterport has that, um, and it's kind of that Silicon Valley attitude that is, uh, they can do whatever they want and get away with it. And, and finally, uh, this was a straw that broke the camel's back. And I can tell you from speaking to my customers, they're finished with Matterport. They just don't want to use Matterport anymore because they can't trust them. This is such a major blunder by by a company allowing themselves to, you know, to step all over us. Because I, I'm sure everybody realizes this. You do not own your models, full stop. No matter what they say, you own what's on your iPad. But once it goes in and gets rendered by Matterport and gets that showcase, you don't own it anymore. They own it. If you read the terms and conditions, and those terms and conditions first grew from a three page term condition. Now, I don't know how many pages they are, but it's frightening for all the stuff that they say. So that's really my two cents at the present. Um, I'll, I'm going to okay. listen to what everybody else has to say. Thank you.
0: And I made some notes of some questions. I'm going to come back to you, Gary. Um, but I, I would like to, uh, uh, have everybody's kind of opening, uh, vi- visceral reaction when they originally heard the news. um, um Maybe, uh, Mark, if you could introduce yourself, your name, company, where you're located, and your initial reaction to the uh, uh, to the news on Wednesday.
3: Uh, my name is Mark Jackson. I live in Hawaii. I'm on the Kona side. Uh, my business is 808 virtually. I was in the real estate development business uh, a year ago or so for 10 years, and, and uh, had some legal battles there too, so I'm switching gears. Um, thought I'd try Matterport and some drone photography. I was using drone at the real estate. Uh, we we're doing we we're developing 1,100 acres, basically. So had a lot of area to cover. Um, now, as far as the news goes, I was like very shocked to, to read this in print that they were trying to take away all rights of a photographer. That's just because I've been doing a lot of studying before that. And, you know, the photographers have a right to their work, and they're trying to just strip it. They're trying to give you. They want a license from you, saying it's okay for them to use it however they want but they're not going to give you any financial gain from it. In fact, they're trying to take it away. And what really bothered me was they're trying to stick you with any possible liability for anything that happens now or in the future. That's just totally unacceptable. That's, I mean, I've been through, uh, I've spent more time with attorneys in the past 10 years, and probably most of you have all your lives. But um, this, I can't see how they can let it fly.
0: Okay. Uh, th- thanks for your opening thoughts there. Uh, Philip. could you introduce yourself and your initial reaction?
4: Sure. Um, I'm Phil Weaver, and uh, I'm a new camera owner. I ordered, uh, let's see, November of 2017. Uh, the business name is PW Imaging, and we're based out of Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, my first initial reaction was, what did I get myself into? Uh, I've been a photographer for a long time, still photographer. Um, worked on a lot of different projects and that type of thing, and had never actually seen anything that was was so invasive to my uh, original creation. And um, the letter was a tough read. It was a very tough read. Uh, about halfway through it, I, I really didn't get it because I had to go off to a live event, and when I went to show off um, one of the uh, spaces. I just logged into my account real quick and uh, was faced with this continue button. And I thought, okay, if I don't continue here, am I done?
0: That was. Uh, that uh, was uh, uh, I think I'm going to make a note about the continued button. We'll come back and, vi- and visit on that topic. Uh, any other initial thoughts, Phil? Uh,
4: no, I. My only other initial thoughts were um, trying to figure out what. What did they define as the customer? Am I Matterport's customer or is the end user, the person that I scan for their customer? That seems like it's more of a franchise to me than, than anything else. And as Simone said, I don't really do any real estate. I do more hotels and uh, convention areas and ace type things.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I made a note about the definition of a customer. We'll, we'll come back and cover that as well. Thank you, uh, Phil. Jerry, uh, how about introducing yourself, your initial reaction?
5: I'm Jerry Ram uh, with JR Photographic in Louisville, Kentucky. I'm fairly new to Matterport. I got my camera last April and have been working with realtors and trying to get into other facets of the business with the Matterport. Uh, I guess my reaction was the only time that I relinquished control to a third party. Uh, I've been a photographer for 28 years, but the only time I did, I ended up in a lawsuit uh, because the people who were a magazine took a wedding picture and wrote a story about the worst wedding in the world. And my bride had a big problem with that and had the resources to uh, sue. So she sued the magazine, me, and anybody she could find. Uh, So I'm very leery about third parties having access to any of my work without my client's permission and also the privacy issues. Uh, When I got the message, I tried to figure it out and I'm still confused. So that's why I'm here trying to figure out what's going on. I am glad that supposedly they have put this on hold or revisiting or whatever.
0: Okay. Well, uh, we'll and we'll come to that. That, that'll be a, a kind of an, a, another uh, little round here. Uh, Barry, how about you?
6: Uh, I'm Barry Bates from Birmingham, Alabama. Our company is Showcase Pros. We've been with Matterport for about a year. And the first thing I would say is, well, I'm not a photographer. I always tell my clients that, uh, Photography is a byproduct of what we really are doing and uh, everybody gets a kick out of that. So I don't take as much uh, importance on the terms and we all sign terms when we um, open a bank account. Um, The terms are kind of never in your favor. I question about how viable it really is. If I scan a house and it sells six months from now, And 12 months from now, Matterport, I I don't even really know what they would have. They would have a house that's probably been renovated, completely redecorated. And I I really question about about it. I I get it, they're Silicon Valley. They have investors, investors like Secret Sauce and Moats. And uh, so I I get it. Um, I think it would make the most sense if they came up with a way for you to have a residual Um, for it, and then I don't even know if we would have this conversation. My biggest concern is, you know, getting national attention um, regarding the kerfuffle, and uh, so to me, I I wish this were much more quiet. I'm not really worried about my rights with my Matterport 12 months from now. For my clients that are not real estate, because, you know, I've found... Uh, businesses to probably be as big to me as realtors are for them. I don't, I don't think Matterport's going to be able to grab it. They're really talking about being able to grab homes that they can verify a new owner on. So again, I think we're talking about the 12th of never. Um, But again, if they wanted to do this right, I would have pictured them saying, here's a money-making opportunity. You're going to make $10 every time we send this thing. Uh, that's really what I'm selling is
0: now. Okay. And I, I may have noted three things to circle back on. Um, should this actually be debated publicly or privately mm-hmm. um, about compensation for photographers? And then is there uh, a use case or market for what Matterport's intending to do? Uh, th- thanks, Barry. Leon, how about uh, introducing yourself and uh, t- telling us what your initial reaction was? Okay.
7: I'm Leon vansville uh, I'm in... Uh, uh, Sunningdale Ascot in the UK, just outside London. Uh, I've been looking at Matterport um, to, to get into to use it as a tool uh, for about a year uh, now. Uh, but every time I'm about to pull the trigger something moves and I've been waiting uh, to see the outcome of the uh, NC Tech uh, Iris Pro and they've been pushing it out and pushing it out and I've been holding back on my decision. So when they came in and said that they're not going to continue with that project, I said, okay, now's the time to uh, get serious about pulling the trigger on the Matterport. Now, in the meantime, I've researched uh, a huge amount of system. and the evolution of the Matterport system all pointed in the right direction, and I like the tech, and I like what it could do, uh, the abilities of uh, doing it. But then, earlier this year when they came out with the massive charge, additional charge for the OBJ files, I thought, what, what, what's going on here? And, you know, I, I'm prone to swearing, so I'm gonna try and not say uh, uh, naughty words here, but, uh, and then uh, I was just about to sort of calm down about that. And then this letter came out. And I said, what the F, you know? Uh, it, it goes against my grain in terms of uh, agreements. Uh, agreements are bilateral, not unilateral. Two parties come to an agreement. How the, can you change an agreement unilaterally, sneak it into a continue button, and then think you're going to get away with it? How can you not be clear about what your intentions is, about what you're trying to do? The whole communication is as clear as mud to me. I'm still not, after all the explanations, sure exactly what they're trying to do here. And that in itself, uh, and I've worked with multinationals before, tells me there's a lot of lawyers behind this trying to, uh, what's a nice word, stuff you up. Trying, They've got a hidden agenda here somewhere, which they're trying to push through, and they cannot be clear about it. And they're trying to by stealth, get people to boil the frog slowly in the hot water. And because starting off, the terms are uh, not what I would expect from this type of relationship. It feels more like you are a franchise, not an independent operator. Uh, But let me not go on too long on this, uh, Way, Let me give the other guys a chance. So I
0: I think part of what I'm hearing, Leon, is um, uh, you, you really want to buy a Matterport camera. You've been studying the marketplace, um, but you're presently on hold. And I think you're waiting to hear what the outcome of this uh, kerfuffle is.
7: Well, I think uh, for me, it's, it, it is a matter of trust. And uh, uh, if, if, if you're a partner, if you are uh, branded as a Matterport service partner, not a Matterport service franchisee, not a Matterport service employee, but a Matterport service partner. Then you need to be have an open uh, discussion. Now I'm extremely disappointed that Bill Brown couldn't get off his chair and join this conversation tonight. Uh, uh, it shows me utter disrespect to his Matterport service providers. You know. If if I do any marketing, I need to listen to what my market tells me. Any business that is not driven uh, by what their clients want are going to fail. And I can quite clearly see the lack of engagement from the CEO and showing his face here tonight. It tells, it sends me a very clear message about trust. Uh,
0: thank you, and we'll come back to that topic of trust. A couple of you have brought that up. Um, uh, uh, Ross, how about introducing yourself? Your your name, company, uh, where you're located, and uh, what was your initial reaction to the news?
8: Uh, my name is Ross Sanzuchi. I'm I'm from Lake Villa, Illinois, north of just between Chicago and Milwaukee. Uh, I started, I'm new. I've just bought my Mataport camera less than two months ago. Um, I guess I should have checked into the company a little bit more. I was actually went down to their offices in Chicago and, uh, had a, uh, demonstration there, which was, uh, went real well. And I bought the camera while I was there. Um, and my first scan I did was at uh, my father-in-law's house, who lives in a, you know, a beautiful condo, downtown Chicago. It uh, overlooks the city. It's it's a beautiful space. And the sales rep that I had, Isaac, said, you know, if you want, because it was, it was basically across the street from their offices almost, walking distance. He said, when you're ready, just come out and just let me know, and I'll come over and show you how to do your first one, help you through it, which he did, which was uh, – worked out real nice. I did realize, though, that um, he, through the conversation, the couple hours it took us to do the scan, he mentioned that he wasn't, you know, he was learning also how to do these scans. He's only done four or five of them with friends. He said, manaport wants us to learn how to, all, all of us, how to do this. And I didn't think much of that until I started hearing this story about, you know, the salespeople are mining our scans and, get, and trying to sell to our clients. And that kind of all made sense to me then. Um,
0: and did you have any uh, a change of heart? Given that Matterport announced Sunday night that they were rolling back the terms, and then said that again on Monday. So, do you feel any different, any better because of what you've uh, because of, of that news?
8: Well, I when I first heard the news, I wasn't even sure what it meant because I was so new. You know, I I didn't understand what our terms were to begin with. I guess I never really looked at all the terms of service. Um, I got educated real quick by the members of the forum, (laughs) what it all meant. And yeah, it got me a little upset and I made a lot of comments. Uh, But now that they've, you know, supposedly retracted this, you know, I'm willing to let, you know, I don't want to shoot ourselves in the foot. I'm with kind of that group because if we you know, the more we complain and the more we put bad reviews, and the more it's ultimately all the realtors are seeing this because they own these cameras too. If, if a realtor with Remax or Coldwell banker has their own camera and they heard about all this and they see all the bad publicity and all they're going to start, that's going to start going through the entire real, real estate community and they're going to be upset and they're not going to, and it seems like it's just going to backfire on us. If we, I think we should let them see, we should let them see what happens or let us see what happens with uh, what they're going to do this point going forward. I'm, I've been a professional photographer for 30 years. Um, I had a big studio. I started working out of my home about 10 years ago just to get rid of all the headaches of the employees and everything else. And the reason I did that is because I made the mistake of, Putting all my eggs in one basket, I had a contract with a couple of high schools. I specialized in high school seniors. There were 750 high school seniors that I had ability to market to directly through the schools. I was their official photographer, and they got they it got so big that I ended up not doing any other work besides the schools. We used to do weddings, all different types of uh, work in the photography business, but I stopped all that because the schools got so big. And then one day, the administrator, a new administrator of the school came in and decided that he wanted to make a change for no reason other than he wanted to make a name for himself. Let's try something different. They canceled our contract that we'd had for maybe 20 years and just went with a national chain. And that basically put me out of business in the photography business. And that's why I ended up coming and working out of my home and doing it out of my home
0: and re- relate that back to Matterport?
8: Well, Matterport, that makes me wonder. I'm, now I'm putting all my eggs in this basket. And you know, I'm thinking to myself, what the hell am I doing? I'm doing the same thing I did. I said I would never do again. I didn't even realize it, but I am. all my eggs are in this basket. Something happens to Matterport, what happens? You know, where do we go? Simone? You I mean, just pick up and there's nothing else out there that I can see. Of course, I'm new. I don't see anything else out there that that I could switch to if Manaport fails us. Mm -hmm. So I'm anxious to let them try to get this thing straight. If, you know, if, if they don't, I think they understand the power of social media now that the backlash is they're not going to be able to survive the backlash over and over again. And if they don't, there
1: we are again. So, okay. Uh,
0: uh, Simone, you wanted to follow up on uh, Ross being a bit nervous about eggs in one basket.
1: Yeah. So, um, We just recently published a blog post. And it's kind of uh, with that issue that uh, putting all eggs in one basket, it is never a good idea to do that. Um, History tells the story that most of the time, businesses that do that, they get actually um, bankrupt. They disappear from the... um, from the line of sight, uh, very easy. So uh, in order to stay in business, uh, you should always look at multiple variants on how you can leverage the technology that is available. And um, also I feel like having the technology does not make it right that Metaport takes advantage of us and uh if somebody like i think your name was barry says he cares less about it hi barry um it is kind of short-sighted because it might affect you in one point if you use the technology differently than you do right now it might affect you in a way that you don't know right now so as a user of uh, a system, you should always fight for what is right. And always, uh, you gotta say, stand up for your rights and um, try to improve the systems that are in place or uh, make suggestion. And I I mean, um, I'm not quite sure what Gary was saying, what Metaport promised from the very first beginning. I do have the camera for two and a half years and I know that there were some points on the wish list what I would wish for. I don't know what was promised before that. Uh, however, there were parts where Metaport did listen to what we wanted. However, uh in in the prospect of the terms and conditions, uh we need to actually all stick together and fight for our rights. And even if that means that Metaport is not gonna be successful in one point. There will be another successor out there where we are not put in that position that Metaport puts us in. And um, so I I think it's kind of important to to see the bigger picture and then just the only need what somebody has right now in the moment. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Yeah, Gary. Uh, And Uh instantly, I've tried, I've tried to take everybody's mic off, unmute. You can see each other, I believe. So feel free to try and you know jump in without me pointing to you or something. We'll see if we can do that.
2: I think the mistake that Matterport has done now is evade people where the terms and conditions. And most people don't bother to look at that tiny little spot in the right-hand corner with terms and conditions. But now people have. And those terms and conditions are onerous. And people are saying, wait a minute, I had no idea that, that be it Leon, be it Philip, be it Barry, who came out to my house, spent hours doing this work, and they, now that it's online, looks beautiful. They don't own it. This company called Matterport, based in California, owns that scan. They control- you own the copyright. What's that? You own the copyright. They own it. Once that, Dan, once that scan is converted, once that scan is done through their system and so on, they own the right to it. If you read the terms and conditions. They own the right, you can't do anything with it. You try to modify it, you try to do this, you can try to do that, other than using their official showcase. Basically, you're in a copyright violation. In the early days, you probably remember where we used to block out the Matterport logo because we were trying to protect that because we were promised white label, which never came to pass. Matterport said, if you don't remove that, we're going to shut you down. Simple as that. That's, those are the kind of things. If I shot with my cannon and I'm shooting loads and loads of shots, and everything had Canada on it, I wouldn't use Canada. I'd move to Nikon. But this is this is the problem we all face, and that's why it's there. And secondly, mm-hmm. as, as someone mentioned, the, the other issue that continues to plague us and will plague us, every one of those sales reps has to hit a target, and they're looking for leads. And where do you find the best leads possible? Looking at everybody's models. Every month they've done this. And after you do two or three for a company, they're a prime candidate for Matterport.
0: Now I know that's allegedly been reported in the forum, um, but has that actually happened? Yes, to
2: you? without a doubt, it's happened. Yeah, yeah.
0: I,
8: I haven't experienced that yet, but I hear it. I hear it from a lot of service providers that it is, but it hasn't happened to me yet.
0: And you've had I in camera you. Ross you about two, two months. Advice, so so I just
8: happened, but I've just been doing a couple months. I've only done twelve scans. Yeah.
0: So
8: I may not be a good, you know.
5: I haven't had that happen either. I do have a question, though. A number of us seem to be photographers. Has anyone checked with Professional Photographers of America who represent us on copyrights and various things, if this is legitimate or not?
3: I just pulled up the website and was about to go through that.
5: (laughs) I've been a member of that for 20-some-odd years, 25 years, and they have a whole department of people that if there are copyright infringements or copyright questions, uh, it's part of our dues. I don't know if any of you others belong to it. Or I do. not. Does anybody? I used to. I, that
3: I was about to join.
5: Uh, they have a whole just, department that represents photographers.
8: I, did, I, didn't, I didn't look at this as the same thing. I mean, I... I didn't when I started this manaport I, I, I understand the copyright laws in photography and photography and and I understand all that, but this seemed different to me and I didn't really even relate this to the same thing as portrait photography, which I do. This is something that is meant to be digitally put online for people to share. So I didn't this whole thing with the with the copyrights and everything is still a little confused. me, with Manafort.
0: Let, let me ask the, the the copyright question a little bit differently f- for you, Ross. Because um, uh, anyone have a visceral reaction to uh, if the model has been deleted, that it can yeah. be. Come back to That's life, a different
4: story all in itself, isn't it?
0: <laughs> which I think may relate back to copyright. So, anyone have some thoughts on?
4: I was just gonna. I was just gonna bring up the fact that when is it actually deleted? I mean, that was that was surprising to me to hear that there was an actual um, uh, a depot of the deleted scans. I mean, how else could you uh, sell it to a third party at a later date if it if it hasn't been deleted? I thought when I hit the delete button. That it would have been gone and never to return and there's a question, something to, are you sure you want to do this? Yes. So that apparently still lives in an area somewhere in the servers of Matterport.
3: that's That's why other MSPs have been able to retract their data or get their data back after it's been accidentally deleted or whatever. They notify Matterport and Matterport gets it back to them.
0: Uh, Anyone have a different definition of delete? I I would tend to agree with Phil that when you hit the delete button and you say...
3: You delete it. It's your property. It should be gone.
0: Yes. I agree with that as well.
3: I agree.
0: Seems like delete kind of means, well, I've deleted it and I can't retrieve it. But what I'm hearing is that Matterport apparently can undelete any model that's been deleted, which Ross, I'd go back to you to say, okay, uh, Matterport has said, you've owned the copyright. You've destroyed your work by deleting it, but your work's still being used. So I don't quite understand.
8: That's an issue to me. Um, I, I understand every it's, it's when I created it, Basically, anybody can use it. To real, I give it to the realtor; they can do what they want to with it. I, I almost feel like I gave up the copyright for it at that point. But I realize I should. I I do still have the copyright, and if, if I do decide to delete it, yeah, that should be gone. I I shouldn't have to worry about some coming showing up somewhere sometime in the future. That's something that I uh, think they ought to take care of.
0: Now, on, um, in today's Inman, uh, an online journal uh, that's at the intersection of uh, technology meets uh, residential real estate, uh, Inman reported that Matterport, that Bill Brown has said that there will be an opportunity for photographers. Uh, uh, actually, I'm not. I may be overstating it. An opportunity for our customers to be able to opt out. Okay. Uh, anyone want to talk, pick up on customers or on opting out?
8: Well, how do well, they, if it's, if it's a real complicated process, it's, who's going to, who's going to opt out? You know, do we have to send them a form? Do we have to send them a contract? What, what's the, how are they going to make it? It's so, they so opt easy
3: out? for them to just put it on their website in the workshop saying, is this private or is this uh, something you want to share with the world?
5: Well, the other question is if they hop out of the ecosystem or whatever they're calling it, can they still utilize the scan? Or by opting out, do they say, I, I don't want this anymore, and it's gone? I mean, down. what are they That's
3: opting? A question now with the details and the logic and the legal aspects of what they're doing. They're saying that they own it or they have the right to it. You're giving them a license. to do Well, it uh,
0: Matterport keeps repeating that uh, that we – does the content creator own the copyright? Right. Um, but I am certainly confused that if I own the copyright, generally that says to me that I have the control over my content.
5: You do so have the control. License, so I, I'm a bit confused so when it
0: gets fine. deleted. If I choose to delete it uh, and I own the copyright, something is not gelling with me.
3: Seems or to me the, the contract that they want, the limited use contract that they want to go along with this, that gives them the right to do whatever they want to do with it, whether you delete it or not.
5: Well, if that's the case, then they need authority from the people that hired us to do the work, as well as us.
3: That's another big part of it. They're trying to get to the homeowners, and that's the biggest problem. I'm having. one of the bigger problems I'm having with it. The homeowner has really nothing to do. That if a real estate right. license and hires you to do a scan on a house that they're selling. It has nothing to do with a homeowner 10 years down the line.
5: That's absolutely correct. But that in when you do that scan, their personal property, uh, things of that type, their valuables in that house, there are some people from the scans I've done that, and probably you all have too, that there are certain areas they don't want scanned or if they are scanned, they don't want everybody seeing it.
6: Yeah, but that's what we do as a service. We, we went to a house that had DNR on the fridge. We said we probably ought to get rid of that.
5: Well, most of mine has to do with gun safes and things of that type that they have. And they don't want to, show really it. want to flash it all over that they have this stuff. I mean, it's their personal property.
8: It, it seems to me that everybody should be opted out automatically and, and then given the option to opt in not being opted in. And then we have to figure out if they want to opt out and all. Everybody should be opted out from this, whether or not they want to be involved in this eco thing.
4: But I, I still so go back to what's the customer. What is the definition of the customer? And I, the way I see this as being a photographer for a long time, my customer is not Nikon's customer or Canon's customer, just as much as it isn't Matterport's customer. Right. I, I bite the camera. I I'm paying the fees and all well, that you, sort of you thing. I'm really these people to, to, you know, find a, a location, whether it be a restaurant or a hotel or whatnot. And then they are my customer. And then we have agreements for extended hosting after the first year. And so I was thinking each year, I'm not going to be starting at zero because I've got, I've got this extended hosting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's i'm the customer in my opinion i am mattaport's customer and i would be the person that had the opportunity to opt in or opt out not someone uh three transactions away from some real estate sale that i have no idea if i had that kind of power i'd be picking lottery numbers rather than uh scanning things.
0: phil does your does your opinion change if I tell you that in Inman Connect, in, excuse me, in Inman, uh, the uh, technology real estate trade journal, uh, that today uh, Bill Brown was talking about that the customer would have the op- opportunity to opt out.
8: I think they should be, have the opportunity to opt in.
2: I think they should opt in as well.
5: My I think, other question is, who's the
2: customer? Yeah, that's. Well, I said, how dare them talk to my customer? What right do they have to talk to my customer? Simple. Mm, I agree with that.
7: Yeah. Yes. You see, in this business, um, your customer is your goodwill. It's part of your uh, assets in your. Uh, exactly right. And and and. and uh, uh, but they're talking uh, about the next what, prime,
6: uh, what, property. What, uh,
7: Matterport is trying to do is by a stealthy way, trying to steal your goodwill uh, uh, by some obfuscation, uh, legal terminology. Now, this legal terminology uh, that they use, I mean, here we sit a, a couple of adults with many, many years of experience behind us, and we haven't got a bloody clue what they're trying to tell us. Uh, uh, but somehow it feels like we're getting stuffed here uh, yeah. because they, they put it in such lawyer release uh, uh, that it can mean anything and uh, they can twist it. So whoever's got the mo- uh, more expensive lawyers uh, uh, can make the decision, but we are the customer, uh, uh, not our customers are Matterport's customer, the guy that buys the uh, camera, the guy that pays the uh, p- p- monthly fees he's the customer not the, uh, b- 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 the, customer away from the
5: customer he should be but I question what your definition is of customer
8: when I started this two months ago I thought I was starting a new business that I was starting a business of my own quite frankly now I almost feel like I'm working for Matterport yeah. which is uncool for me I don't. I don't like working for people <laughs>
5: I, 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 think, I agree with you. I didn't start photography to work for somebody else.
2: Jerry, I think just, thing, I, I just if I could, I just want thing. to go back back to Jerry for a yeah, moment. Can I say just one thing? Sure. Because one of the things that we all know, which is the most asinine thing we cannot do with the Matterport scan, is to back up our scans. Hmm. If we own those, if we own those images, if we own that stuff, we should have back up a scan. Store it someplace. To this day. What, three and a half years later, four years later, we cannot back up our scans in theory without some half-assed way of going through iTunes or using, I, I have a couple of things that I use, but the fact is, the reason for that is because you do not own those scans and Matterport doesn't want you to back them up because you could back them up and say, screw you, Matterport, and you could still show them. You keep that. Huh?
0: Is, is there a difference between ownership and copyright?
2: Well, ownership means I should back up anything I have. Every piece of software I can back up, can I?
0: Um, Does Matterport say that you own it or just that you retain
2: the copyright? You retain the copyright. That's it. Is there a difference, Mark? Well, go ahead.
3: Please go ahead. You have the copyright, but you're giving them a license to be able to do whatever they want with it. Doesn't matter what you feel about it, what you say later on in time, they have the license. By you to be able to do whatever they want with that. And I think their ecosystem is looking at down the line for third party software houses to do whatever they want with it in the future, not giving you any royalties in the future. That's the problem. You're not sharing anything. They just want to own it. They want to take it. You still own the copyright. Okay. Don't get me wrong.
0: I'm but you're still confused though. If I, if, if, if I delete it and I own the copyright, then I'm not quite sure what's being shared that I didn't give permission or i that I thought I was deleting
3: that's a different story as far as what's okay. been deleted I'm talking about the actual live ones that you your customers have paid you to put so that they can view it is on mataport's Matt, website right
0: now did this change with the an- announcement on on wednesday uh, february twenty first that the that the um, the use of the, the license got extended um, so that third parties could use it and that homeowners could use it or or was yes. that was the new terms of service necessary? to enable Matterport to go in that direction.
2: Uh, uh, Dan, uh, Dan, can I say something again here? I think the problem that everybody doesn't realize is what you spit out from that camera to that iPad is nothing but a bunch of panels. It's individual, you're, you're shooting in HDR, so you're, you're doing all this stuff. Nothing is stitched, nothing is put together, and the fact is once it's stitched, once it's rendered, once it's put back, put together, that is now a showcase, and that is a creation of Matterport, not of you. And Matterport owns that creation. The panels are yours. but So is, is this double speak? Is this spin yeah, for Matterport
0: to constantly emphasize that we own the copyright? Though the copyright is in the original photography that we've created. I believe that's deriv- correct. But the derivative work that they have created, that they consider that they own that and can use that in any form that they wish in any media they wish without coming back to us mark you're shaking your head
2: it's their intellectual property
3: it's not their property you own the copyright to it and they're not they're not disputing that you own the copyright what is happening is they're asking for a license from you to do whatever they want to do with and not compensate you in
0: the future so something wrong with that I believe that there's a there has to be a great
4: understanding between what copyright is and what licensing is. So going back to photography real quick, I, if I deal with a stock agency, I make an image and they have a license, a limited license to um, sell that image or promote that image. So they can print it, they can market it online, that type of thing. But the t- at the time that somebody buys it for an advertisement or something of that nature, then I get paid and that's a pre-arranged number of percentage from what the total sale is. So for instance, in this case, I would own the copyright of my Matterport scan, but in the limited license, which was originally what I understood, the limited license would be for them to show it off, like in the 3D gallery type thing, where uh, you could see many different scans, but not to take it the next step and to market it uh, to a third party. If they want to treat this as a stock agency, then that's a whole different story because then there's going to be a compensation structure. Even though I own the copyright for my, uh, my stock photography, um, I can have the license changed, you know, to license it for this client for this use or another client for another use. So I think that separating what a license is and what a copyright is, is, is imperative to this conversation.
0: Mark, you wanted to pick up on license and copyright?
3: Well, again, you own the copyright perpetually. But what you are giving and what they're asking, what they're demanding, what they're taking is they're wanting to take your right and have you give them a license that allows them to do whatever they want to do in the future to any other parties for money, for monetary purposes for themselves, which you will not see any of that in current writing.
0: And... You, you bought the camera, you, you, you bought the cloud hosting and processing. Um, any reason that Matterport can't do whatever they want with the content that you've created, whether or not you've deleted it, even though you own the copyright.
3: Okay. I'm not sure I understand the question. You say "Is there anything wrong with them doing whatever they want with my work?
0: Mm-hmm. Why are you uh, upset? I'm trying to understand why you're upset
3: well there's no compensation involved they haven't they want to keep the photographer's compensation out of the entire picture and just have them have complete control going down the road they just want to leave us behind basically so, so you're giving them a license to go forward without you
0: mm-hmm.
7: yeah i think essentially uh, is the way that they done it i understand uh, b- b- copyright, I understand the licensing part. But if you want to change the terms of the license, it needs to be a bilateral agreement. Two parties talk to each other and they come to an agreement, a mutual agreement. Not a unilateral agreement, not one party tells the other party, uh, you know, just uh, click agree and you've got a new agreement. We, 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 is-
0: we, we, Leon, we clicked agree, we hit the continue button.
7: Oh, the continue button.
0: Any, uh, I mean, anyone I, have any... I, Leon, you, you, I don't think you had a chance to click that because you, you don't have a camera at this moment. Yes, but,
5: but I uh, haven't clicked mine yet. I haven't been in there in a couple of weeks, so... Yes. I haven't had the opportunity to do that.
0: So you read that in order to see your content, you have to hit the continue button. Now
2: that's it, which what I, is I the acceptance of the. my,
5: my yeah. other question, my concern... Is what I said stated in the beginning, I don't mind giving them a limited license, but I want some kind of say in what they do with that image, because if they go out and use it in a way that's contrary to what my agreement is with my client, I don't want to hear that I'm involved in a lawsuit.
3: Mm-hmm. And because they don't want to go to they, every every they supplier can't. that's making these models and ask for their permission again, down the line. That's why they're trying to clean the slate now, take complete control of your work and not have to worry about it in the future.
5: See, I, I can't sell that to my clients. I, I have a concern
8: that I, maybe this is a dumb question, but you know, if people that I only have a few, couple of clients, so I'm not, it's not a big deal to me, but if I were in this business for three or four years and I have a, uh, a huge file, uh, client base, what happens to me if one day I get hit by a bus and I'm dead and I can't, and nobody pays my uh, my monthly fees? Do all my client scans just disappear? Does Matterport take them all offline because I didn't pay my fee? I, I, I don't even understand how that works.
3: I believe the plan is just to keep everything in an ecosystem, whether you want it there or not, but...
8: Well, I mean, can my, well, well, in other words, will all my list, all the scans that I have that are on MLS listings through my clients, and will they all just disappear because my uh, I didn't keep up my payments on my product? I
3: account? My understanding, It goes right into the ecosystem and stays there until they decide what to do with it.
5: Well, will the client have access to it in the ecosystem? Yeah, well, my clients still have what? access, even though
8: I'm not around anymore. I'm gone.
3: <clears throat> that hasn't been written in any language that I've seen, but, but I would guess so. I think they want to keep it there for their use, right? So why would they take it away if that's what they're really trying to build is this large matrix?
8: Well, because the only reason I asked that is I kept reading in the in the, in the the thing that if, you know, you always have the option to, to opt out, just opt out of the cloud service. So if you opt out of the cloud service, what happens to everything that's there? <laughs> I mean, that seemed like a stupid answer to me when they kept saying, you know, you could just opt out of the cloud service and you don't have to, you know, worry about it anymore in other words um, it be business but day. i
0: I think what we heard Ross is even if we delete it even if we close our account that matterport still has our models and can do whatever they want with them based on the now rescinded terms of service but the the language in Inman said the temporary pullback of the terms of service so
8: well, I I understand that. I just don't get what happens to my clients if my cloud account is closed. Do they still have the exact same access? Will it still be on their MLS listing? Will it still be where people can just click on it and see it? That that have, or do, do they not have access to that anymore? I've heard the I'm answer. Contacting and trying to figure out how to get access to the scans I did for them. I don't
3: know what I don't know what the procedure I haven't ask that question about with just the Matterport scans within Matterport I did ask the question about with Google and if it once it's posted to Google and your account closes It still stays on Google is what I was At heard.
2: Well, that's true of Google for sure, but Matterport's a completely different story I right. think obviously it's it's in Matterport's advantage for everyone to quit because they can say three four months later I'm sorry that Mr Jones has quit but you know we have we're running a business to make money. So if you want to keep your thing up here, you're gonna to have to pay a small dues uh, to Matterport, and I'm sure that's what they're gonna say. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. There's already that in the works behind the scenes that none of us know about because you don't, don't even closed out. I think
3: there's a lot of transfer capability in between individual accounts. Even uh, I've seen some. In that, yeah. so I that that's so.
2: think that's the case. Mm-hmm. You can um, transfer if you well, know somebody else. That's true. Maybe, maybe. Excuse started. me.
0: Uh, Adrian, I, you just joined the discussion. I imagine you've been watching you, and you probably s- signed in because you got something to say. How about telling us your, your name, your company name, your location, and, and your thoughts?
9: Sure. Um, my name is Adrian Wilcox. I'm with Immersive Spaces in Palm Beach, Florida. Um, I've been a marketing uh, professional for the last 20 years in the real estate industry. So um, my background is commercial photography. I've been doing that most of my career. So the licensing stuff that we're talking about here with Matterport is actually something I'm very familiar with uh, and what they're trying to do. Um, In general, I can tell you that the approach they're taking is licensing from a software standpoint, and as a copyright issue, that doesn't necessarily apply the same way to creative content versus programming content. Um, So that's a determination and a definition that I think Matterport needs to clarify are we content creators, or are we just licensing their platform as a service? Um, the content, what the content is, is the big question here. Uh, I think that's where a lot of the confusion came from for, I know for us internally, because we deal with image licensing every day, um, that's, that's a big question. And then the, the other important thing is to understand who is the end customer? Because the end customer doesn't necessarily own license and rights to use your work, Um, It's like when I sell photography to a major magazine, they can publish that magazine with my images in it. They can reprint that issue, but if they reprint that issue, I'm due license fees for that reprinted issue. Um, I think Matterport needs to look at this from a case-by-case licensing issue and then give them an opportunity as content creators to actually make this license valuable beyond just posting it in a listing. And I think that with a shared experience like that, I think it could be beneficial for both Metaport and the content creators. Um, This is something we've been working with for years. I make money off of photographs I did of luxury real estate 10 years ago. I still make money off of those through licensing and and stock use. Um, So there's a long-term benefit to having ownership of copyright assets. And that's exactly what this is. The manner in which we create it is new. It's different. But it's still a copyrighted content asset that I think uh, we can't let a, a, just a general uh, terms of service negate the value of to us as content creators. I think that's something that's really missing in this whole conversation mm-hmm. is that that content has a value. Yes, Matterport has a very strict uh, chokehold it, <laughs> for lack of a better way to describe it. But that doesn't negate the fact that as content creators, we should be do some, some form of a, a, a reconnaissance for for actually putting that content out there and creating in the first place mm-hmm.
0: All right, before we actually com- com- complete today's discussion I, we, we got a lot more to go but i think i just want to say that i'm, I'm hearing so many ideas and suggestions that i, I that mm-hmm. will we'll eventually wrap it up with our our wish list of everything that we think needs to happen and and then i i'll ask some other questions on that i, I did want to ask dave uh dave f um did you want to introduce yourself your, your your name your company where you're located and uh add your thoughts
10: hi hi Dan. i'm uh dave farney las vegas event i'm just kind of here working on a model that i did yesterday <laughs> but yeah i was just kind of listening um you know i'm real concerned about how they're they're marketing when I, as soon as i do a scan they're uh then sending my client an email trying to uh you know, everybody's seen the email i'm sure but that that really concerns me all of this really concerns me because i've been doing this For a few years now, and um, you know, I I I think what uh, what the other gentleman said about the uh, they're going after it as a uh, software licensing issue when and uh, copyright issues are very much uh, different. So you know, I'm hoping they'll kind of uh, change their tune. I don't know. I don't. I thought probably isn't likely, but I was glad to see that uh, everybody participating got them to back off. I think it's very important, and I think this may be a blessing in disguise. I mean, maybe out of this we can uh, – um, some things can happen that are are better. Or, you know, I, that's that's my feeling. Uh, I'm always trying to hope for the best. Uh, you know, we did sign it in the beginning that we didn't uh, – you know, we, 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 we signed the agreement in the beginning, so uh, that we should have, uh, I guess, been a little more concerned about it then. But this is a big move. agree moment. with that. So –
8: I just have one last thing to say, Dan. I I think everybody owes Dan a big uh, thank you because without this forum, I don't think this would have, we would, none of us would have known what's going on. Mm. And I don't think Manifor would have cared. And I think uh, uh, everybody owes Dan a big thank you for putting this. Thank you, Ross. I I
0: think really what I simply do is provide a a platform to enable the community to speak and a, uh, uh, and and, and I, I, there have been plenty of people that have, that have spoken up. Um, I, I think what I'd like to do is describe um, a scenario of, of kind of where I think we are and where we're about to go. Um, and then if you've got ambient sound, if you could just mute your, your, your button if you've got dogs or pets or something. Um, um, uh because I, I believe when I bought into the Matterport ecosystem, I, I was pretty clear on what was happening. And, and I think what the, what the scenario was, <clears throat> excuse me, was it's kind of like I've, I've walked into an art gallery and they've sold me some paintbrushes. And those paintbrushes are like the camera. And then they sold me some paint. And that's kind of like the processing and hosting. And that art gallery is kind of like Matterport. And they said, here's your paintbrush. here's your paint. Um, Have a good time, create something great. But the only place that you can hang your artwork is in our gallery. Mm -hmm. And at some point, my impression was that I could delete, I could throw out my artwork because I've either, I've done sharing my art with those that want to look at it in the gallery. And at some point I say, okay, uh, I'm going to crumple up my artwork and I'm going to trash it. And I think that was kind of the scenario. Uh, and oh, by the way, the art gallery is going to put their name on my artwork and they're going to put some notes on it as well of how I own the copyright in it. But that even though I designed it, I use their paint, their paintbrush, and it can only be displayed in their gallery. And I think, that's what was happening before Wednesday, February 21st. Now, I think that was the rules. You know, whether we liked it or not, that that was the, the rules. And I, I agreed when I bought my camera in July of 2014, signed on to something like that. Um, I think what changed on February 21st, um, about six, six days ago, was that the art gallery came back and said, you know that painting that you put in the trash? Uh, we kept a copy of it. And you know, uh, I know we talked about that it was only going to be displayed in art, our art gallery here, but really we had ambitious plans to expand the art gallery and have all kinds of other ways that we're going to replicate the art gallery and your, your art that you threw out the art that you have the copyright in, um, we kind of have a derivative work because we made a copy of it and that's really different. So we're gonna continue to display it. And oh, by the way, the only person that can take it off the wall, you can't take it off the wall. You you you, you took, the, took it off the wall, but we kept the copy. And so we're gonna put the copy back up and we're gonna go t- and create other art galleries and we're going to display, uh, our, our artwork wherever we want. And, and I think part of what changed was also that um, even though we all thought we were able to delete our art, that really wasn't true. And, and then we learned that, oh, by the way, uh, my artwork was going to be handed to somebody else and they were going to embellish it and create some new work out of it and that new work was going to be shared with yet other people that I never sold it to. And it might be that those other people that are creating a derivative work got to pay Matterport some money to do that. And then and then my work that maybe ended up in somebody's private home from that art gallery that Matterport probably charged them for the having that work. And... I haven't been compensated from the uh, people who are making iterations of it, that it, the people who are now using my artwork, and um, and that I can't even get rid of it, and that that seems like what was announced on uh, Wednesday, the 21st of February, and then I think partly what happened on Sunday, two days ago was that the art gallery said, you know, um, there's been a kerfuffle of people talking about what we're doing, and, um, uh, you know, what we're doing, we're completely entitled to do it. And those people completely misunderstood that this was, this is how the the art world works.
9: And...
8: I agree, Dan. I'm sure I see anything different today than I did Wednesday, but, you know, I'm still trying trying to figure it
9: out. (laughs) One of the comparisons you can make with this whole platform in general, um, is everybody familiar with Adobe Flash that's using websites? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Perfect example. When when Flash first came out, it was actually by a company named Macromedia. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they tried to operate very similar to what's happening here with Matterport. Whereas you would create that content, and in their licensing, anything you created got to be pulled down by Macromedia and taken apart and used to develop more stuff. When Adobe took over and re released that platform under Adobe Flash, that changed because they licensed it the way license, they licensed all of their software. They own the licensing of the platform that displays the content, they own the licensing of the software that creates the content. But we, as the content creators, actually own the content. So you didn't see them ripping apart people's Flash um, presentations on websites to create new content that they in turn resold. Um, if you took your Flash file off your website, it was gone forever. Um, so you're seeing that same kind of licensing thing here where I think, I think there's going to be a, a migration away from what they're doing now because, of obviously, a, of the outreach. But that's the licensing model they're using right now um, but the, the Flash player and the Matterport player are probably the best comparable uh, licensing tools for online distribution you can, you can compare.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to go back to you, Barry. Uh, you began by saying one of the th- things you had some concern about, if I heard you correctly, was this is all being debated publicly as opposed to privately. Um, can you expand yeah, I, on that?
6: I would say that's the reason I'm here. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a Matterport fan. We like what we're doing. We demand high price. Um, I've only had one client really ask me, what happens if you get hit by a bus? And my answer is, well, as long as I've gotten the upload done, you're good to go. <laughs> So, and you're, uh, you're going
0: to make friends with Ross because the, the chance remember, of you two I'll being remember. hit by a bus on the same day at the same time is really remote. So maybe, maybe you'll have a sidebar so conversation.
6: That's really my, my biggest concern. Now, I, th- I think Adrian brings up some, uh, some good points. And as I said early, I think they would have got us on board if, had they said, hey, there's a way for you to make money. We don't even know what kind of money you're going to make, but there's a way that somewhere down the road you can make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the way that that could have been. Um, we would be a little bit more, more on board. I do think it's important that if a client says, "Bring this down," there's a new owner. They don't want to. They, they thought it was really cool when they were buying the place. They're super secure. I think you ought to be able to absolutely blink it out. It shouldn't be a process that you go to the that people have to chase it around. It I think
0: we were all approach. totally surprised that. That we, as, as the content creator, in theory, the owner of the copyright, would not have the right to remove our content, knowing that some of our clients would go ballistic uh, if the content uh, was used in an unintended way. Certainly some of you may be doing pocket listings, $5 million plus you know, properties, they never get you know, public. Um, You know, I I feel bad for the people at uh, Inman because they've they've listened to, you know, Matterport say, oh, you know, photographers can keep it private, you know, that doesn't have to participate in the ecosystem. And what they failed to mention is for that 10 seconds that you make it public in order to have uh, floor plans ordered and then make it private again, uh, that 10 seconds was enough to qualify your model for the Matterport ecosystem and the right to use your work in perpetuity. So I, I feel bad because, um, you know, they, they heard the spin, uh, you know, from, from Matterport on that. Anyway, let me see if I can turn this around into a little bit of positive. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list what I think are the, the, the positive things that Matterport could do um, going forward. And then let me see if we have thumbs up, thumbs down as I go through my list. And, and, and a lot of this list uh, is I've been hearing for, from you all. First, um, I think, Ross, you probably said it a couple times. Um, If we, as the content creator, if we, as the copyright owner, if we want to opt into this program, then give us the opportunity to opt in. Do not begin with us automatically opted in.
1: (laughs) On a per case basis.
0: Is there a a thumbs up on that? Simone, your thumb's not...
1: On a per case basis.
0: Ah, okay. So let's enhance that (laughs) to say opt-in and I'm going to say per model maybe a full fold, a, a folder I, of models or
2: I think a it should be default Dan without a doubt it should be default you have to opt yes. yes. right?
9: no opt-in no if,
3: opt if you do happen to opt-in how about if you have a signed contract with whoever you're providing the work for that goes along with that saying that that's this now covers your liability going forward mm-hmm. right Submit it with the space, and you're done with the liability. Well,
0: I think the interesting thing there is um, my impression of what Matterport was trying to do, and I I really felt it was sneaky in in terms of doing this continue button, and then I think it was sneaky in terms of... Yeah, super right. sneaky, you know? Super, so super, super sneaky bad. to just assume that we hit the continue button and I'm waiting to read more about it. Exactly right. N- yeah, n- nothing there. That's
2: what I thought.
0: And, I, and So anyway, um, I'm going to lose my train of thought there, but um, I, I think what Matterport is, w- added, if I'm not mistaken, into the terms of service was that we as the content creators acknowledged that we had all the consent that we needed from all, you know, whether that's a, uh, for a, a location license, or if there was a person in it for a person like, you know, whatever it was, we had all the rights to use that content. Um, and if it went south, and there was a lawsuit, uh, and Matterport was brought into that lawsuit being the, the deeper pockets of all of us, that Matterport would come back to us uh, in, in order to get uh, uh, compensated. And, and I think Matterport, you know, would be far better off to take a license of our, our work um, without trying to take a lot more than that. Uh, and therefore, perhaps we don't really need to submit all the paperwork to Matterport that we, if we do opt in on a particular model or group of models or all our models, that, that we give the consent that we have whatever it is that we need in order to, to do that. Adrian?
9: Yeah, the, um, I think if you look at the, in the workspace, we have a little option there to syndicate our model. Mm-hmm. This is no different than syndication. It's just syndication with another name. Um, but I think the, the interesting question is, is that if we authorize a space to become part of the ecosystem, if we turn that option off, or we delete that model, the, the gray area there I think that needs to be answered is does that remove it from the system? And I think for most people that's the, the big issue. I know for me I, I, I work in Palm Beach so most of my properties are are ultra multi-million dollar properties and those owners immediately when that thing is sold, their pocket listings, these these are never shown to anybody. We remove those. They're not on our website. They're not in our galleries. They're never seen again, or so we thought.
0: <laughs> too, too, too bad, so sad right. uh, that right. your pocket listings that you thought yeah. were confidential are, yeah. are now for public uh, con- consumption. Right. I, I know Matterport's so right. No, it's not public consumption. It's good for the mm-hmm. private use of the person that bought the home. Mm-hmm.
9: Uh, like okay. in my situation, for example, I'll give you an example that this was a huge one with one of my major brokers here was – um, we shot a celebrity home about two weeks ago. Um, that celebrity has sold that home. Um, they've moved out. Now, the people who moved into that home can go in, take screen captures of the interior of that home from this model, sell it to a tabloid. It becomes, it becomes-
0: well, I, I think there's actually a little bit, something a little bit different, is that uh, the, the, I don't think Matterport's actually making that claim. They actually want the, the structure. Um, I, I yeah. honestly believe that they don't want the photography.
9: I would, I would hope so, but they need to clarify that. that that's
0: have? right. But I, um, and I, I'm going to actually come back to that for a second. But I think a lot of what we, we just talked about completely goes away if we're in control of deciding to opt in for one or, or more or all. And that might be, Adrian, with the exception of that in the case of syndication, we can withdraw our, our syndication, but in this use case, it's likely that we can't. So that probably needs to be clarified, which kind of brings me to the second point, because I, I could imagine that a, a lot of our community would be very hesitant to opt in. A number of you already have mentioned that, that you make uh, residual income uh, on, on the photography that you do, And I would imagine that Matterport probably has to step up to the plate and say, look, um, we think this program is fantastic, this Matterport ecosystem. Um, We will either offer you a a buyout that you can choose whether or not you want to accept, or we're going to pay you monthly recurring revenue, or we're going to pay you a royalty, or we're going to pay you a per click, or some formula. Um, And only when they sweeten the deal enough that, some or all of us will say, wow, that's fantastic. I got paid $500 for that, and you're willing to offer me another $10? Okay, I'm in. Or mm-hmm. oh, that's fantastic, and you're willing to pay me $1,500, and you can do whatever you want with it as long as it's not the photography, if that's, we'll clarify on that. So mm-hmm. I think the second, the second thing is um, defaults. We, we have to make a choice of whether we want to opt in The second is that it would probably require Matterport to step up to the plate and be our partner, not anything else other than our partner, by offering partner um, uh, compensation. And I suspect that a a lot of us, if we had a chance to, if we sold a, a space for $500 and we had a chance to make another $500 and walk away from it, We'd probably be happy now. Not everybody on this call might be, but I'm not going to be the one that's going to decide the money. I think that's totally up to Matterport to say how much that they would offer in order to incentivize uh, us to um, to opt in. Does, does anybody like that or, or wants to really comment, points. Adrian? And the two points is yeah. the
3: liability and the payment as long as they're going to remove the liability that takes 90 percent of my concern away
0: what is the liability that you're concerned about
3: down the road when a future homeowner comes in and sees all of a sudden his home there's you, know, you have to agree that there's some liability involved here right so
0: right. The, the example might be let, let's say um uh that uh, million multi-million dollar home that adrian shot uh, for, uh, uh, that was sold for a celebrity. And, uh, now there's a, th- a three-dimensional model and, and, uh, s- somebody decides they're interested in robbing Palm Beach homes and they, they want to have access to that and know all the points of entry points of exit, uh, how big the rooms are. Not that they see any of the, the any of the existing, uh, photography, artwork, etc. Et now, I think Matterport would say, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to, Matterport's not here, so I'm trying my best to be devil's advocate for, with you, Mark, is to say, well, Mark, that's, you know, that, there's no photography, you know, there's three homes later, uh, uh, you know, what, what's wrong with that house having uh, the homeowner of the house having the opportunity to have that model?
3: Okay, let me ask you this: and why is it necessary for Matterport to put in their language that whoever is the one uploading the pictures is the one liable for it in the future?
9: Yeah, I think I think there has to be there has to be a cut off point separation. The other thing, too, um, for example, if I wanted to go get the blueprints of my house here, I'd have to go down to the county office. I have to fill out paperwork. I have to show ID. I I am if you have to jump through a million hoops to get that information. Matterport is making it available with as of right now, just a a simple verification of home ownership, which is not necessarily something I think they're gonna be able to do easily anyway. But there's a lot of information that is captured beyond just the imagery and the experience here that that I think we're kind of missing this little gap there. But I think the other thing we can't forget about, the eco space is likely going to be something very cool as it gets grown and people start adding to it. It's gonna have value to us as content providers that's something that we should partner with Matterport in selling as an add-on to our services. I think Matterport is trying to cut us out of that part of the equation. Yes,
0: yeah, that, not- that seems clear to me, Adrian. I, I, and I think I'd, I'd mm-hmm. like to expand a little bit. I, I, um, the Matterport ecosystem, I absolutely love it, love it, love it. I love the fact that there's going to be a third-party community that will be able to take the, uh, the data that f- forms our models and do all kinds of way cool things with it. Mm-hmm. But m- all I object to is I want to decide whether I want to opt in. I want to decide whether the compensation for the future use of the content that I've created is okay. And I made a note, Mark, uh, about liability. I want to also know that somehow that liability has been taken away from me um, that that if, if if Matterport makes the point that no, it's not the photography. This is just the structure of the house. Like Adrian said, you could go down to the <clears throat> to the planning department and you know and get the the the, the plans. You know what's what's any different. I, I love that that Matterport sees um, a whole nother business world. But I keep hearing also all of you say the equivalent of of yeah, but. I want to share in that revenue, and I want to be the one to make that decision to opt in. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what else am I leaving out? I, don't, I really, I don't think this is really. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think this is rocket scientist stuff. Is um, m- m- so. Let, let let let's let's start the wish list. The, the wish list is um, uh, Matterport. Give us the opportunity to opt in by model, by folder, by whole thing. Um, do not default to opt in. Uh, don't we? We don't want to have to think about opting out for all our models. Give us the opportunity to opt in. Second, is uh, tell us how you're going to compensate us because you see a bright future of all kinds of uses today that are known uh, and maybe unknown, uh, and, and that's fine. But compensate us. And three, uh, help us out in terms of that liability. Uh, of how uh, how you can take that liability uh, away from us,
3: give us indemnity instead of us giving them indemnity. All right. w- it,
0: would that be simply to say um, uh, mutual indemnification if they do that something? A, um, it's
3: a, that would be a whole lot better than the way it ri- is written right now.
0: For sure, I totally agree.
8: I agree too
0: come back here. I'm not, a, I'm not a lawyer. I don't give legal advice. Um, but my impression is that that a mutual indemnification would essentially say, hmm, me as the photographer, if I opt in and, and something uh, happens that was a result of me not having the permission that I said I did, then I probably should be responsible. Well, on the other hand, if uh, the third party or the homeowner or something else Uh, Let's take the third party or or Matterport uses the model. uh, uh, Who was giving us the the wedding example earlier on, Jerry? You know, you know. Well, all of a sudden, that house is used for you know for some egregious use, and and somebody wants to sue and say, you know, uh, uh, you you just did a, a a a porn movie in our multi million dollar mansion in Palm Beach. And it has devalued our ability to resell because the property is now known for as the Pornhouse. Uh, I think that might be an example to say, oh, well, Matterport licensed it to somebody else and somebody else used it in a way that we never intended it. Um, that, to me, would be the, the indemnification that uh, even if someone sued me as a photographer, uh, Matterport is the one who actually licensed it for use and it ended up in a, in a use that um, that we hadn't um, uh, expected. So I'm going to write down mutual indemnification. Uh, I'm going to take the mic off of uh, VTLV. If you could introduce yourself where you're located uh, uh, and your business name. And um, th- did I lose? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I lost him here for a second because he's, he's sending me a side note and I want him to, to add his two cents uh, by himself. So. So VTLV, if you could, uh, again, tell us your name, your location, your business, and what was the the positive point that you wanted to recommend to Matterport about how to make this work? Oh, cut me off. It's not (laughs) working. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll read his note for you from uh, VLVTLV liability to our selling agent and their selling clients liability to the buyer's agent liability to new homeowner. There's a lot of liability, uh, you know, down, down this pipeline. And, and I think the point is somebody's got to, you know, deal with this uh, with the liability and the way I think Matterport has proposed it is that all the liability is actually on us. Is Is that a way to summarize it? That's what I read. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So uh, um, uh, any thumbs up on um, uh, mutual indemnification? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sort of. It needs to go
3: a little bit further than that too, Dan, because there's going to be a switch of people involved. Uh, you, you have real estate agents hiring you to do the shoots. Then the real estate agent, when they sell the house, that's gone. And then maybe another real estate gets, agent gets involved a year or so later down the line when they decide to resell the house and that same model is still there. Metaport is trying to put it on the home ownership to be able to decide what to do with that model, right? No. That's,
9: that's not what they should be doing, though. No.
3: I agree. That's, but that is how they worded language. I,
0: I, I'll i let you know, from my perspective, I think what they're doing is super exciting. And I could just imagine that there's a, a million use cases that, that live beyond our models. It's partly why in, in the We Get Around Network Forum for, I think, three years now, I've, I've continuously said, please don't delete your models. Please don't delete your models. There'll be all kinds of uses that we know and that we don't know. And you'll really want to be able to have them in order to do something with And, and that something is now happening. So, um uh, the, the fact hey, that Matt,
9: I wonder if um, I'm just thinking out loud here. Um, Adobe started doing Adobe stock. I wonder if, if Matterport could look at our models as opportunities to sell them as stock, uh, stock They could license it on per case use to the third parties individually, not as a as a conglomerate of the ecosystem, but actually license them out individually. That way, there, you know, if one third party wants to license it, but the others don't. Um, that's fine. It also, it also helps control some of that liability issue because those models are going to be licensed to the actual consumer of that model for that purpose. Um, that helps clear clear up a lot of the liability in itself. Well, uh, just so
0: to, Adrian, just to follow up on that, because I think what Matterport was trying to do is to enable third parties to mm-hmm. to be able to manipulate the model. It might be, uh, oh, let's just, uh, let's, uh, oh, that's an interesting floor plan let's go use that in order to design a new house and maybe we'll improve on it change something Uh, maybe we won't we'll just build right on top of it and say oh that 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 was very helpful we got that million monthly million dollar home in palm beach Mm -hmm. and uh, now we're going to go build that exact house that would be in a case of somebody that didn't didn't care about what the photography was all they cared about was Mm -hmm. let us see where all the walls and the ceiling and the molding and etc
9: Right, and they could license that image file, that data file for that purpose individually as a stock item. I, I'm just looking at the liability as far as, you know, future use stuff. If, if it's licensed, like if somebody licenses my photography, um, and I've had it happen. I, I used to be a celebrity photographer. I've had people license images of celebrities and use them in, in appropriate ways. My liability as a photographer was protected because of the license of the person who purchased that license. They became the sole responsible person for their misuse. So there's a barrier protection when you do image licensing. And I think that model might work really well for what they're trying to do here with, with Matterport. Uh, that
0: sounds great. I'm, and I'm gonna write all this up, and put it as our wish list. I think there's a way to be positive. What, what, what other things should, should Matterport do going forward? And related to the terms of service. I know, Gary, I know there's, there's a lot of things we might weigh in on here, but related to this, this terms of service issue, what else should they be doing? I, I, I think it's very important I, I think, that they... Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. I, I think what I heard from a lot of people that they were confused about the terms and conditions. So I, I think they need to bring out terms and conditions that is for everybody understandable.
0: Okay, so I think that kind of speaks to hey, you know, before you do the sneaky thing of hit the continue button, maybe it might have been nice to manage our expectations of what was coming, uh, so that there might be a um, a vetting of of of, and a discussion uh, before they unilaterally implemented something. is significant is what they've done.
1: Something like where they're like, this and this is going to happen. Do you agree with that? Check A, check B. You know, like really simple for everybody to go to so there's nothing to be missed out. A lot of people missed actually when they purchased the camera in the first place to read the terms and conditions. Like myself, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I, I, I bet that is happening to 90% of the people that just buy a camera and think, oh, a camera, great, let me do this, the stuff that the camera does. And they yeah. get all excited.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Phil, you were going to say?
4: Oh, I was just going to say that um, I'd like to see them be able to give us floor plans and that type of thing without making it public. So mm. if, if I've got a client like a manufacturing facility that, that wants their proprietary method kept secret, that they need floor plans i don't have to turn it on public and then off again now i've now i've you know now we're opting out of something so
0: felt sneaky to me didn't it i mean yeah. the, the and, and and i think the messaging that they give to to inman to say oh no anybody can set it to private it'll never it'll never be public um but then i think you know if they hear you phil say hey, we just did a, you know, a, a secret site for a client that has the trust in us in order to generate the floor plans and keep it private, the fact that you made it public just for that 10 seconds in order to hit the floor plan button, um, uh, well, your, your client would probably go ballistic, I would imagine.
4: Absolutely.
8: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I use a third party for the floor plans. I don't order floor plans from Matterport at all. Um, they're much better floor plans in my opinion, but uh, I'm sure there's other, there's a bunch of probably a number of third party vendors that offer floor plans. Yes. Yeah, so
0: I, but I, I think for the purpose of this discussion, if, if, if Matterport is going to say right. uh, as long as the model is private, that it's not going to get sucked up into the ecosystem. I, I think this is kind of a catch 22 to say, we'll sell you floor plans, but you got to make it public for a second in order to do that. Yeah. <clears> and <throat> forgive me. Throat I throat haven't throat actually, I haven't, some.
3: Sorry, Mark? Then you have to make them a collaborator to have any use out of it. You can't just send them a link anymore. Then it's, it's not a public link. They can't use it.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think if anyone wants extra credit, I think I would recommend that you probably study the terms of service as it relates to the floor plan creation because I'm going to guess that the reason that the floor plans are so inexpensive to order from Matterport is that they are essentially creating a, a database of floor plans that when it reaches critical mass, attach an API to it and license that API to the realtor.com, the Zillow.com of the world and say, hey, you got photos, you've got video, you have property description. Um, why don't you make uh, floor plans? Just another thing that automatically comes with it beyond our sale to the to the first owner, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth use of it. Um, I personally, I see that as this humongous database of floor plans, frankly, that may be part of what we're actually discussing today as part of the Matterport ecosystem. And, and I, 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 just, I just have this vision that, um, that like, how cool would it be if Matterport had 10 million or 50 million floor plans? And that anyone could license the API to call up for their um, uh, uh, real estate site. I think of Realtor.com since Matterport, uh, uh, um, since Zillow.com, excuse me, since uh, Realtor.com has uh, um, equity in Matterport and is also a strategic partner. um, I think what we're all saying is, wow, isn't that pretty interesting? I, I, I ordered some floor plans and, and, and to do that I had to had to make my model public for ten seconds and and in that ten seconds it just got sucked into the ecosystem and I'm not getting and back to Adrian and I'm not getting paid the you know the the pennies for the, the use of my floor plans to be served up uh to realtor.com mm-hmm. for yeah. sure Okay, sorry. Uh, you all can say squirrel. I get wound up every once in a while. <laughs> squirrel. So, uh, but I'm trying to keep it on a positive note. I think I actually took it uh, on a downer note. This. So on a, on a positive note, um, what else can Matterport do? And I think uh, we ended on, on Phil about enable us
9: to have uh, floor plans without having to make a model public. I, th- I think if they could... Um one, define who their customer are. I think I think the customer definition needs to be the person who bought the camera and creates these spaces. That would be a huge one for me. But also releasing some of the control of those assets back to us, like those OBJ files uh, that they now charge for, that's an asset we created for them. And now they're going to charge us back again, even though they're already charging us for the hosting. And I think that, I mean, it seems insignificant now, but there's actually a lot of use for those files outside of even the space of what Matterport's doing now, um, we have a company here locally that actually uses them um, for our construction site projects. And and so very, there's a value there for us as a resale item, but at the price point that they're doing for something that we put our time and labor into making, I think I think them charging on that on the back end was, was kind of a shady thing. And I think that would be great if they would Return that to the old way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think just as a side note, the the recommendation I would make to Matterport is uh, certainly when when Gary and I bought our cameras, I I think I bought mine July 2014, and I believe Gary bought his a little bit sooner than that, um, that there was never any discussion ever when that object file became available uh, that it would be um, something that we would have to pay for. So I, I would say, hey, Matterport, you know, we we we're, we're your original fans grandfather in everyone as of x day and say hey we we bought into the plot maybe the, the the day that matterport made the announcement to say it's going to be $49 uh, for for the matter pack is to say okay but everybody else uh that previous to that, we're going to grandfather you in. We want to thank you for your business. We want to thank you for being early adopters. Uh, we, we do need to change the rule for whatever reason, um, but we're not going to retroactively, you know, make that change. In, in fact, if you wanted to buy a, a, a matter pack for any of your models created in the past, it's now affected by the new rule at which I think is, which is yet something else uh, for, based on some of the discussion that, that, that we've had Um is this whole, I don't even know if we, I don't think we talked about it, but it was like, uh, it made me crazy. Um, it's going to be retro, the, the TOC, the terms of service are gonna be retroactive to the beginning of time. And everything that we're talking about in terms of copyright and ownership and use and- uh, like, and, and, and all the models that we've cre- not only created, but even the ones that we deleted. And so I, I think whatever Matterport does, Maybe that just goes away. That's a non-issue with this op- opt-in, and that kind of takes care of that. Um, what, what else can we can we put on that? I would like the, to make
3: the suggestion that keep it the way it is. You have a private and you have a public button on there. Anytime you want to change back and forth, let it be so.
0: Um, on the other hand, I imagine that they want to be able to uh, sell license something and if they if you if they take right. it back it's going to be hard so i'm just going to suggest that they, they need to make us either buy out what we got or or, or partner partner with us in terms of a revenue share uh, i, I
2: think to it's important say exactly gary not it's important not to say private and public because that's not going to work because <laughs> it has to be opt-in opt-out full stop i mean there's me- some like on my customers obviously i have to make it visible to them because they have to see the bloody scan. But the point is, it has to be opt-in, opt-out. We'll stop. Not private or public. I think they need to add a third option in that selection.
9: You have your opt-in, opt-out, you have your public-private, pi- public, but you also have to have a shareable option that isn't necessarily public but allows us to share those URLs to those models uh, closed because that's what, one of the things I use I'm sharing with these uh, close pocket deals out in Palm Beach. They don't share those models anywhere. It's literally maybe sent to one or two potential buyers, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, Then they go away. Um, But in this case, I think you know that would be you know a really valuable thing is for them to give us another option there. That's a shareable. That's not defined the same as
2: public. Exactly. Because I tell you
9: right now, if I find out-
0: Gary, Gary, hang on one second. I just want to go back to Adrian for one second is to define pocket listing. I could imagine that there's so many uh, uh, Matterport service providers that have never heard that term before. It's an important term. Can you define pocket listing for us? Sure. So
9: um, when you're dealing, especially with uh, properties in excess of 15 million, um, they never go on the MLS. um, They're never posted on a website anywhere. They have some pre-qualified buyers that they- they've already know who's going to buy these houses most of the time. Um, and sometimes sending an, an image is just a way to finalize that. But those deals are not a public deal. It's completely closed. The The buyer and seller are usually completely private. Um, so there's almost no record per se of that transaction. Um, so it's a, it's an exclusive deal. So and on, deal- on any
0: of those pocket listings have you done? Uh, Adrian, did you order floor plans through Matterport?
9: Uh, I did one. Um, and I've done, with Matterport, I've probably done, gosh, I'd have to look back and see, but several hundred scans and photography and aerials. And we, I mean, we've been in business here in Palm Beach for 10 years. So, so how did that uh, make you feel when you realized that for the, the that second that you? <laughs> that was actually the customer that called me Sunday night at 11 o'clock at night, uh, that, that brokerage It was extremely upset. They're actually they were actually uh, one of the ones that was going after uh, a legal proceeding against Matterport over it um, because they they spotted that right away in the terms. So that was concerning to them and therefore it has to be concerning to me. Um, But I think, you know, moving forward, you know, it's clarification more than anything that's going to make a difference with those pocket listings because here, I mean, I would say a good 70% of my work is done with those types of listings just because of where we are. Uh, you know, the, the median at home value here is very high.
0: <laughs> so. mm-hmm. And um, uh, Gary, forgive me. Yeah, I uh, interrupted you.
2: The stuff that I do for the, for the entertainment industry and other folks, all that is never to see the light of day. It's only done for internal use. And obviously they have to be public so I can share out the URLs so they can see them. If any of that ever leaked, that would be it as far as I'm concerned. There, I would just absolutely, and of course, my clients would go after Matterport tooth and nail. They've never intended to see the light of day, full stop. But
0: mm-hmm. um, I think Matterport has said, uh, oh, no, this only affects residential real estate.
2: Okay, if that's well, the nice. case, it's fine. Uh,
0: well, GPS, anybody have concerns about? Uh, um, you, you don't want Matterport to know where the model is, you don't want it to associate it with an address, yet the Matterport Pro 2 and Pro 2 Lite have GPS, which presumably in my mind would be able to identify where the, 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 the scan took place. Does that need to be uh, clarified
9: about how that data will be used? I think, I think you need to have the option to turn that off as well. Option it,
0: to turn off uh, GPS.
9: Yeah, because that's a case-by-case situation, especially here. Um, I have some listings that it wouldn't matter and others that wouldn't matter very much. So I think, I think as much case-by-case case as they could provide in these models, the better. Um, and I think there's, I mean, there's definitely going to be situations where people are going to adopt these things, especially as the technology progresses and these offerings get better. People are going to want to opt into a lot of this stuff, but I think you need to give them that choice on a case-by-case because case, you don't know how different one client's going to be to the next on these properties. And sometimes one client might have three properties that have different uh, like specific things that they need. Each one is going to be very different. Mm -hmm. So I think giving us as many options is not only going to increase our ability to provide that better for our clients, but also give us an opportunity to kind of upsell what Matterport has to offer in the future. Mm -hmm. Value
0: there. I'm going to add one more. I don't know whether this is really a positive, but I I think it's important to say is, uh, you know, uh, uh, don't be sneaky. Um, I, I felt Matterport was, you know, sneaky how everything that was handled. Without here. a doubt, Dan.
2: Absolutely. A, a,
0: anywhere from the hit the continue button to uh, to have accepted the terms to um, t- just Even whatever now, explana- explanation explanation that we own the copyright when this is all totally confusing about, you know, the delete
2: mm-hmm. button. Isn't there a law where they have to make things? Uh, there's, I thought there's a term that talks about how things have to be made. Ex- exposed or whatever it is i think it has to do with the light was that i actually i actually spoke
9: this was one of the things my attorney brought up to me the reason they they use the licensing as a software is because the rules are different are software they licensing is a retroactive there's a, they can get away with a lot more than a, a licensing issue where it's a creative content licensing mm-hmm. that's that's why they did it the way they did it Wow. So
7: this
0: kind of fits into that category of don't be sneaky or, yeah. uh, you know, do good or whatever it might be. I, I, I just think this is a wake up call. I, I think, you know, for Matterport, I mean, I, th- you know, I, I think, for, you know, we've been talking for almost two hours. I, I, I think most of us, you know, a- anyone that was really, you know, tuned in would probably say, you know, these seem like very reasonable people. They're not ranting and, you know, raving. They have concerns. They've identified the issues that that, uh, that they had problems with, and they've identified, a, you know, a-, a list of solutions that seem practical and reasonable. Um, and so I-, I think this is really, um, you know, I, I would imagine a number of people in Matterport will, you know, be watching, uh, you know, reruns of uh, of our show today. Um, I-, I think I'd like to go around and, and just, you know, you know, before we wrap up is to give everybody an opportunity to say, Hey, you're talking to Matterport CEO, Bill Brown. What do you want to say? Phil, why don't we start with you? Okay.
4: I think what I would want to say to Mr. Brown is, is, I'm
0: I'm Bill Brown. Talk to me.
4: Don't be sneaky and, and (laughs) let's get this transparency going where we understand what, what we are actually in for, so to speak. What does the delete button do? Is it gone forever? You know, um, is, is this only affect residential properties versus a commercial hotel or apartment rental uh, type property? What, what are these actually being used for and why, why do you feel that I need to be cut out of the economics of this moving forward?
0: Thank you. Um, uh, a- Adrian, uh, um, look at me. I'm Matterport CEO, Bill Brown. Uh,
9: I've, uh, I've tuned into the program and uh, I'm here. What do you want to tell me? I think, I think it would be great if uh, we were partners in what's moving forward with, with Matterport. We're not excluded from what you're doing. Communicate with us what's coming. Now, you don't have to give us all the details of the technology, but give us, give us reasons to be excited about selling this product because we're already excited about offering it to our clients and we're using it. So we're gonna be a valuable resource in what moves forward. So give us that opportunity to be part of that. And I think we'll both benefit long run and I think we'll both benefit further with advancements in technology together um, much, much better than us butting heads over things like ownership, if we can, if we can just define those things and tell us who your customers are. I mean, are, are the content creators your customers? If you don't think so, then that might be the first place to start because we really are your customers we are going to drive your business in the future. And it, with us, we, you're gonna go a lot further than than trying to fight us out in the market, that's for sure. Because we live in these communities, we deal with these realtors every day, they know us. Um, you're a name on a screen to them, but we're in their offices. And I, I think we wanna be a valuable asset to Matterport just as much as Matterport is a valuable tool for us. So.
0: Thank you. Okay. Uh, uh, Mark, uh, I am uh, um, represent the uh, Matterport CEO, Bill Brown. Uh, thanks for meeting with us today. What would you like to tell me?
3: I think Adrian hit a lot of things around the head that I'm talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, take away my liability. Don't force the liability exclusively on me and have me some reward in the end for my hard work. Don't just take it from me.
0: Thank That's you. It. Thank you. Uh, Dave, how about you?
10: I would say... Um... You know, we're building a business we consider our business and don't nickel and dime us to death. Don't do these sneaky tactics. Um, We we're we we put Matterport on the map by our hard work all the uh, the Matterport service providers out there have put Matterport on the map and we're a part of this. And now it's just kind of like uh, we're just thrown thrown to the side and uh, we did sign a kind of a, a contract of adhesion in the beginning, but Uh, Now we need to uh, come together and we need to have our works um, paid for compensated for as you move forward in this, this new uh, ecosystem, as you call it. And, you know, I I think it's a good thing like you, like you said, Dan, but it has to be done properly. And I hope they will. um, And a good sign is that they did back off on this over the weekend. And uh, uh, I think they're listening. So that's a good, that's a good start. So that's, that's about what I would say.
0: Thank you. Uh, uh, Jerry, um, you're looking at Matterport uh, CEO Bill Brown. That's representing him today. What would you like to tell me?
5: I guess I'd just like to see a little more communication. Uh, He mentioned that there was a lot of misunderstanding that comes from uh, them not communicating. Maybe he shouldn't listen to his attorneys so much, because it sounds like a lot of that was written by attorneys. Uh, he needs to deal with his customers which is us and to be a lot more open about it and everything Adrian said was very true so I would support Adrian's uh, comments
0: uh, we're going to hire Adrian as a senior VP of, of reason mm-hmm. <laughs> to help us with that Barry how about you
6: um, I, I would say I'm as excited as ever about the product I, do think that it's important that we, um, we keep our complaining and griping more internalized. I don't think it's productive or the right place. In many places, I saw it. Um, I would advise that the creation of a customer advisory board, to which I would nominate Adrian, because he has a lot of unique uh, experience, and he's in a unique market. I used to live there. Um, and other than that, I honestly think they'll be much more careful the way they do this the next time, because you can hit the undo button once, but when you have to hit the undo button several times, it's it's
1: kind of the end.
0: Thank you. Simone, how about you?
1: Well, if I might dream here a little bit, I wish for Metaport to actually... Uh, not focus that much on themselves, more on their clients, their real clients with a Matterport camera, and make them successful, and create a field what actually nourishes prospering of Matterport service providers.
0: Anything to add? For me? Yep. No. I, I, you're speaking to Matterport CEO Bill Brown. What would you like to tell him?
1: Well, like uh, that he should listen more to what the Metaport service providers meaning to have to be successful versus for what he thinks he needs for his company to be successful. Because when we are successful, other people will see that they will in return buy a Metaport camera. And so uh, that way they prosper. That's how I do that actually with my clients. My main goal is to make my clients successful with my photography so they can gain more customers. And that's my only goal. And I'm successful because of that.
0: Uh, uh, thank you. and. Uh... Uh, Leon, um, you're you're thinking about buying a Matterport camera. You've been in the We Get Around Network Forum for quite some time. Uh, You're a great contributor. You're experimenting with lots of different cameras and systems. Uh, uh, What's it going to take to get your business?
7: I think um, for me, I want to see some transparency. I want to feel part of a vision. I think uh, 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 Bo needs to be more open with us and share with us where they're actually going, not obfuscate uh, 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 what they're trying to do. Now, uh, it needs to be more of a partnership rather than a, uh, him making unilateral decisions and enforcing it on. Now, I think the technology is absolutely awesome. There's nothing like it uh, in the marketplace. Uh, And it's developing, it's continuously developing and there's new fascinating stuff uh, that's implemented and coming out and different applications. But I feel the relationship is very one-sided and I think the relationship needs to develop. It's it's like a marriage and it goes through its rough patches, but both parties need to work on the uh, relationship. And I think uh, in this relationship, the one partner has been very dominant and uh, the relationship needs to change. Uh, I think, uh, I I appreciate Bulls getting onto Facebook uh, uh, over the weekend and and he must have had a very tough time fighting the fires. Uh, I've been in similar situations. I I know how tough it is, but he needs to trust us don't shift the blame on us accept the responsibility let us work this thing out to the mutual benefit of all parties involved in this partnership because it's a partnership it's not a uh, franchise
0: thank you leon and uh, gary um,
2: you have the second to last word I would just say to Bill, listen, how are you going to keep me as a customer? Because uh, I don't see any point really in continuing on this relationship at the present time. I can produce uh, a very similar product using other technology at the present time. Um, So what are you going to do to make me someone who's supported you for the last three and a half years, who helped build your company? Uh, You even used my scams when you launched your European operation, What are you going to do, Bill? What are you going to do to support the MSPs? Those are the folks out there that have made this company what it is today. Without us, you would have nothing. You have to go wherever your investors are pushing you. What are you going to do to support us, full stop? Let us know so we know we have a future or should we be looking elsewhere. Uh,
0: Thank you. Um, And then I I think I would just add one other thing because – um i i guess i should speak to bill uh bill good to see you it's been a while uh n- nice to see you again um uh, uh, we've we've had a um uh, a town hall with uh, some of the members of the we get around network forum i, I think you'd probably agree we're all kind of reasonable people um we've while we're unhappy we've we've put together a a, a list of things that we think that you could do um, that would move us in the direction of earning back um, our trust of how we all felt when we were raving fans of Matterport, maybe a little bit right now, a little bit of raging. Um, and I, I think you really can you know, re- restore us back to raving fans that, that we all were as first quintile people buying into the platform. I, at this point, given that there's so many of us that are kind of riled up and upset, I think not only uh, I mean, you know, we all accept your a- a- apology. That's great. But I think you really do need to back that up with some other thing to surprise and delight us. And I'm going to suggest what that is, is to offer a white label solution uh, to the professional community. Um, you're welcome to charges for it, uh, except for the first twelve months of all of us who, as of February twenty-eighth, uh, you know, or twenty-seventh, what you know, whatever date today is, is grandfather us all in. Announce that you have a plan for professional photographers to have a white label solution, and you know, give us the first twelve months of that white label at no extra charge. Whatever it is, whatever you decide, whether it's free month, it's free processing, it's free hosting. There, there needs to be some dramatic statement to kind of back up the apology that you know that we that we we missed we we, we, we move too quickly on something that we perhaps hadn't thought through well enough uh, we appreciate the feedback of the community we've heard it that's why we've come out with this new plan and oh by the way we're gonna we're gonna sweeten it um, it, to surprise and delight, uh, all the photographers, because we really do, we can't do this without you. We need to partner with you. We we need you uh, in order to succeed faster as a community. So um, I, I thank you all for, for, for joining in. I think, uh, you know, I was wondering whether do we do a thumbs down or a thumbs up. I think really we need to end on a positive note. We'll do a little screen grab here. Simone, I know you're there. You're going to give us two thumbs up. This will be I, Jerry I only see one thumbs up there we go don't block your face come on your photographer come on, come on, come on. okay you got you got to have it like right because this is gonna be our our selfie that we use on the show today okay on three big smile that's great thank you all in uh, uh, Phil Leon Barry Gary Simone Jerry Mark Adrian Dave Allen and also in the in the in the virtual studio Alan. Harry, uh, VTLV, uh, and uh, Ross, who had a out early, thank you all for participating in the WGAN-TV uh, um, Live at 5, town, Matterport Ecosystem Town Hall Terms of Service. Super appreciated. Thank you all for tuning in. It's only been two hours. If you've made it to this point, maybe we should have a prize for you. But I, I, I thank you all, and uh, everybody... Um, Uh, Thank you for tuning in to WGAN-TV Live at 5.